Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey everyone and welcome to this episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Garrity, and we are joined today by my number one guest who's been on the pod, Lucy. Hi, happy to be back. (laughs) You literally are the most recurring guest. Yes. I mean, I guess it makes sense. (laughs) We're two halves of a whole. (laughs) Yes, and we're together often. We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, and we're just good, like, playing off each other because we have so much we can say. And this episode, I'm sure you can tell by the title, I just felt was very needed, very necessary for everybody because I actually get – that's one of the most, like, number one requested topics I get in my DMs is to talk about breakups – Mm -hmm. which if you guys haven't listened I have a whole episode dedicated to breakups and I just looked back and I was like wow I was like detailed I was giving like specific like past occurrences in my life like other moments where I felt Mm -hmm. heartbroken but maybe not like heartbroken Mm -hmm. in regards to like a romantic relationship anyway I get really into it but this is like September of 2020 so I feel like we needed an updated one I can't believe that was over two years ago damn and like specifically in regards to Lucy, but if you guys are interested, if you haven't listened to the episode, you totally should. It's called How to Move On from Heartbreak in Love and Trust Again. Like, wow. Look Ooh. at me go. <laughs> Someone was in their feels. I was. Because I, I mean, it's always been requested for so long. So again, that was September 2020, episode 45, in case you need to look back. But Lucy just really needed a dedicated episode for this. I actually got, I don't think I told you this, or maybe I did tell you, a comment recently on my YouTube. Every time Lucy's in my videos, I get comments being like, wait a minute, is she single? Wait a minute, what happened? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we have said, yes. like, in the past year that you are single. And then people mm-hmm. are, like, fighting with me. <laughs> Not to, like, give um, attention to the haters. Not to beef. But, or just, like, focus on negativity. But they were, like, and they've never addressed it. Like, people are, like, commenting back. And I was, like, oh, yeah, she is single. We have addressed that she's single. We've talked people- about it in a many videos. I remember randomly, but specifically oh. when we were at Manny's graduation. I remember for some reason we talked about it in the airport. Yeah, we did, right? Yeah. So, if you're behind, And I feel like in a podcast we've spoken about it briefly. Maybe, like, probably around after it happened, like... I know we must have like addressed it. I don't think we really explained or like gave advice or really talked about your situation, which is what I wanted to do now. But I think we kind of briefly did, but I think it was just part of a a different podcast. It wasn't like all about breakups. Yeah. Yeah. People are saying I'm being defensive by saying, no, we have addressed it. And they're like, why why is she being defensive? I'm like, people, what? I'm just saying that we have talked about it and that she is. So then I'm like, you know what? Claire's Day podcast episode podcast dedicated to it. it. And I literally just got Bodie's so sweet laying on our feet right now. He's keeping me warm. But I just got a DM like a day or two ago being like, please do a podcast episode all on breakups with Lucy. And I'm like, okay, this is the sign. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Um, yeah, here we are. We're on Long Island for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. right now, you guys. We're at our aunt and uncle's house. Mandy's working Mandy. in the other room. And that's just a heads up that if you hear our family members, that's just how it is because we're all together right now. So warning about that. But I just felt like this is really fitting to have a dedicated episode for this. I really admire how Lucy looks at breakups Mm -hmm. and handles herself and just your mindset about it all. So I'm really Mm -hmm. excited to hear you talk about that. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. I'm not sure what I'll say, but... (laughs) (laughs) You're like, whatever comes out, comes out. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's rewind. Last week, I was in Boston. So let's give them like a little recap. Mm -hmm. How was my visit? Yeah, so I moved to Boston, if you didn't know. 
And oh yeah, Gretchen's let's, visit. Yeah, let's go all the way back. Been good. I don't know. So I got a job like based like kind of outside of Boston, um, and that's been fun. And Gretchen came to has come to visit a few times now, and I'm living with our cousin's friend that we've known for like at least 15 years. So it's worked out so well. It's been really fun. Um, and just so many friends there meeting more friends, a lot of mutual friends. It's just been like really positive experience. So it's been nice having family come to visit. Like Gretchen's come to visit a few times. My mom came like Hannah. If you guys know Hannah, she's been visiting cause Taylor lives there too. It's just been really fun. Great experience. Fun new chapter. Um, and the apartment's really great. It's so nice. <laughs> and yeah, it's a nice little landing spot, but we, I feel like there's just so much going on in Boston. We've went to a lot of fun restaurants, hung out with a lot of our friends, went to Max's game. Mm-hmm. It was Flyers Bruins. It was really fun. You guys, Lucy's in her thriving era, if you can't tell. Okay, I am. I you am. just really are. I think for a while I was like gearing up. For the thriving era. Yeah. I could tell it was coming, but you know, sometimes it's like, it's a, it's a while. Where is it? It takes a while. Is it just around the corner? Yeah, you is just gotta like keep one foot in front of the other. Wait, I just saw a TikTok the other day and it said if you're in a, if you're in a valley or a dune or whatever, like it's just because mm-hmm. a peak is around the corner or something yeah. like that. And that was like so you, because you yeah. felt probably like in a valley in yeah a dune. i don't stagnant. know the phrase like at home but then literally the second mm-hmm. you got to boston mm-hmm. everyone can tell i get so many dms they're like lucy is glowing lucy mm-hmm. looks so happy in these pictures lucy mm-hmm. looks so confident like you can literally see it and feel mm-hmm. it and i just feel like everything is going right yeah i feel better like i mean it's i feel like my energy has been better just within the last year mm-hmm. but i think that's been like also a positive change where yeah i just feel more like happy I guess <laughs> yeah because you're thriving and you just have like mm-hmm. so many friends and so much opportunity and so much to do mm-hmm. and literally you guys in Albany had like no friends like nothing to do because well, all our mom friends was like you're just marking and... the days and I'm like I am yeah like that was just <laughs> like not... all I would do I mean it's fine though because I felt like I worked on myself a lot but I mean yeah. I like my whole life I feel so much of college I was like kind of alone like just with my like my health problem my back and whatever Mm -hmm. so I'm like I've already been able to like had opportunities to do all that work and grow a lot and I mean it was good to like work out focus on myself try to like figure out where I could see myself working like job wise like all that stuff but now I'm glad that I did all the the prep all the work yeah Yeah, because now I feel like I'm in a good place I wanted to say if you guys listened to my episode about the psychic everything thus far has been true she said how because what i was going to say is nothing nothing bad about like living back in your hometown or albany new york like we love it there it's always going to be like homey and nostalgic and everything and i think a lot of people thrive back in their hometown but just lucy i could tell like she wasn't doing well there and she just needed to like branch out i feel like i listened to another podcast recently and she said one of the best things you can do in your 20s is to move away from your hometown you just grow so much as a person and have new experiences whatever and i feel like that was so lucy and our uh our psychic said how lucy living in albany was like having an old pair of shoes that doesn't quite fit and she said how lucy needed to move to boston and she did and Mm -hmm. i will say like it wasn't like you forced it like i have to do this because the psychic said this it was like it flowed so naturally like she got a job there um got a job accepted a job offer so well like it lined up so well and if you guys remember my listeners may remember i posted on my story if anyone remembers briefly Mm -hmm. i was like lucy's moving to boston if anyone's looking for a roommate let me know Mm -hmm. and sorry everyone that like reached out to me and her because immediately Mm -hmm. our cousin mandy texted us and was like wait are you kidding kendall Mm -hmm. her bestie now lucy's roommate um is looking for a roommate so everything just flowed like so seamlessly your guys apartment worked out so well like they Mm -hmm. literally found this gem of an apartment so it's just like that was so meant to be and the psychic was right (laughs) yeah it all lined up so well and i feel like that's when you know when you're not like forcing things and things are just happening like that i don't know it's like how it's supposed to be almost yeah okay wait tell us a little bit about your job because i know people will be interested like Um, where you work and stuff yeah so right now i'm doing hr for a biotech company outside of boston i think i can yeah it's called apellis um and the the our home base or whatever is in waltham and no one really goes into the office but i think i'm gonna 
spearhead that movement and start going to the <laughs> office myself because I went once and it was incredible. Um, but then Gretchen was visiting, Brody was there, so I didn't want to like leave them. And I'm like, well, yeah. literally no one ever goes. So I was like, it doesn't make a difference if I'm there or not, but I want to just go and like whoever's around, I'll make my presence known. And like, <laughs> there's a gym there, which is huge. Um, so I feel like I'll go like maybe twice a week. And Wait, do you mean huge like, literally or huge like, oh my God, that's both, like a huge benefit. Both, yeah, okay. a huge benefit, not having and to like pay for a gym, but also huge literally. Because <laughs> um, the gym has like everything I need. I'm not like, yeah, but I mean, it's really nice and it's like close as long as you like navigate the traffic. But I mean, my company's really great. Everyone's like really nice and my team's really nice. It's like been really supportive and welcoming and mm-hmm. everyone's just really great. So, and I feel like they're so yeah. flexible with you moving to Boston. Like so they're flexible. like, we're hybrid. We're like in office, like seven days a week, but yeah. since you're moving, but no here, one's even hybrid. You're like, yeah, yeah it's pretty much like real. everyone pretty much is but based in the so Boston nice area, but no you, one goes in. Yeah. Like being flexible with like, okay, so we flexible. know you're not here yet. So you can be remote at first. Yeah. Like that's just your sign. You yeah. guys, if you were like applying to jobs elsewhere and you're like, Oh, I don't know how I'm going to make the logistics work. Like sometimes your employers will, I mean, literally what the heck do I know I have no experience with this so mm. I need to shut my mouth you know it just I mean. but sometimes they can work with you so it's like yeah. you might as well try like you yeah. never know like apply for the job you want wherever you want well but here's my tip make your resume like say that you're in in the place <laughs> that you want to be in or like say you're relocating to yeah which is I feel like what I did yeah just because sometimes they'll filter and be like oh she doesn't even live here like she probably mm. didn't mean to like apply or like oh she's not actually gonna move like that type of thing but yeah, wait that's smart out really well yeah. that's like how people speak things into existence or mm-hmm. manifesting your are like to say, i'm relocating as you I are have no apartment <laughs> no prospects no roommate like but yeah people listening out. are like i live in new york city like i live there <laughs> they yeah. absolutely do not yeah. exactly no that's that's what you have to do uh uh-huh. Okay, well, cute. I think yeah. you're going to spearhead the movement of working in person some days. I'm sure so those think, of you listening, like, relate to it, too, because mm-hmm. you probably miss that sense of, like, community yeah. in person. I never really had that in-office experience, so I'm like, that's why I kind of wanted a hybrid job, so I would have the flexibility of being remote, but also, like, going to the office. No, and I think it's nice that, like, it's not like, oh, you have to go in this amount of days, but it's also, like, because of that, no one really goes in, but no one will go in because they know no one's going to be there, so it's not <laughs> fun, so it's, like, a cycle, so I'm like... Unless, like, they make it mandatory, I feel like people just need to start going on their own choice, like, yeah. because then you, you need still to tell have the everyone. option. To, like, like, Tuesdays, Thursdays, people, we're going. I know. No, I'm just going to start going, and then go. it'll go from there, I hope. <laughs> but, yeah. If I'm any excited. of you work there, go to work with my sister. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> she has a fun coworker to chat with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been fun, though. And I started at the same time as somebody else who's, like, in the same role as me. Um, so it's been really nice cause I can just ask him questions and I feel like we're kind of buddies. Figuring it out um, together. Yeah. So we just like are always talking and it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's fun. Oh, see everything is just like so seamless. I'm thinking even more mm-hmm. about the move and how it worked out and like, even like the parking situation, like this yeah. does not happen in Boston. If you live there, you know, but like mm-hmm. a parking spot came with their apartment. I guess it actually does happen with like brownstones sometimes. sometimes, but like, but usually it's like street parking or yeah, something. And then we have like a garage, so well. which is really nice. Cause I won't have to shovel or anything. So maybe I'll actually keep coming and go like, I'll keep going to the office yeah. in the winter. But yeah. And you perfect. and your roommate get along so well. Like we've always known her and like been friends with her, obviously through her cousin. But it's not like but you guys live her. together so well. Yeah, I've not like been around her one on one all the time. So I mean it's been really fun and like meeting her boyfriend's been really fun, all of his friends and their friends and like they've yeah. met my friends and it's just been really great. Yeah. Everyone's Sorry if you vibes. can hear Teddy, by the way. Yeah, geez, he's being noisy. <laughs> oh boy, hang on. Okay, finishing up about my trip to Boston. I'm like, how do I make Boston about me? (laughs) No, it's fully about Lucy right now. Like I said, she's in her thriving era and I couldn't be happier for her. It honestly brings me like so much peace and joy knowing that you're doing well because I felt like having a twin and knowing that like you were in a place that you didn't really want to be in like back home, I feel like it almost was just way heavy on me. I'm like, oh, I got to get her like situated and figured out somewhere else because like if you're not settled I feel not settled Mm -hmm. you know so I just feel like so much better oh see another thing I was just thinking about how it worked out so seamlessly is if you guys saw my YouTube video we were Mm -hmm. able to work with Ashley furniture to furnish Lucy's room and you know what I mean like what are the odds that right as you're moving into a new apartment a furniture Mm -hmm. company reaches out to me to send me furniture and I'm like hey I have this concept can we help furnish my sister's room I'll show it when I'm there like it'll be great and Mm -hmm. it just worked out so well that it's 
it's like that was meant to be like what are the odds i agree it worked out so well and i've never worked with a furniture company ever before yeah like that is seriously meant to be. be yeah and my poor roommate moved in like weeks before me and she's like where's she's, my furniture yeah she's still sleeping on her mattress on the ground like <laughs> but we'll figure it out Kendall yeah, we're, we're figuring it out for her but like you know what I mean yeah. okay last couple things about Boston before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode if you will is okay right as I get there well actually so many crazy things that just made me think of something else which we mm-hmm. don't talk about but yeah. right as I get there that night we go to Fat Baby. If you guys have been there, it's one of the best sushi so places good. in Boston. Literally so good. Like, so you have to go. Good. Yeah, I got takeout from it the weekend before Gretchen came to visit, and it was incredible. I was yeah. just so lazy. It was like football Sunday. I was like, I need something. But, I yeah, everything there is so good. I love the salt and pepper chicken, by the way. But you can't go wrong. It's just all so good. Literally everything we had was delicious. Not yeah. one thing. Oh, and like we, got, like, we got everything, too, so... We got one of everything. Yeah, the waitress was like thinking we were crazy. We were like, we'll have so many leftovers for tomorrow. We ate it all. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I believe in us. Sorry, I just yawned. That was rude. I probably made someone yawn that was listening if they heard me. I wonder if that works. Well, yeah, I wonder if it's contagious when you hear it or probably just not. if you see it. I'm about to yawn. Because you probably saw me yawn. <laughs> yeah. Guys, did any of you just yawn? I need to know. Please DM me. <laughs> I'm so curious. Anyway, that baby. Then we went to Del Frisco's, which I hyped up so much. We so just nice. love having a bougie moment. And Lucy mm-hmm. had never been. And so we went with our friends Maddie and Taylor. Max actually ended up was our crashing star. us. <laughs> We're like, mm, yeah. this is girls' night, but okay. No, but it was fine because mm-hmm. he was in town. and That was worked out so well. Needed dinner. <laughs> yeah, that was great. So good. So good. The rolls at Del Frisco's, you guys, literally just go for the bread and like leave. That way you don't have to pay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, get, the, get a bunch of sides, but honestly. Like, <laughs> no, seriously, everything is so good. We love the rolls. Oh, the only thing is, Our okay, was good. let's be real for the a second, meat. Lucy. We have a bone to pick Ugh. with all steakhouses. It's not just Del Frisco's. Like, I have a complaint. And it is that if you order a steak medium these days, it comes out rare. It comes out breathing so and mooing. I'm like, this is medium. It's not supposed to be I wanted purple. to get salmon, and then I was like, we're at a steakhouse. I'll get a steak. And it was like, oh, my God, I thought it was going to be sick. Yeah. Like, because I accidentally, I accidentally, well, like, I was eating my steak. It's not like an accident. But I took a <laughs> bite of, like, the middle of it, and I didn't even look at it before. And it was, like, like almost purple. And I could just tell from the texture. The and I was like, Ugh. And I looked and at Gretchen and she knew immediately. <laughs> I was like still in my mouth. I was obviously like chewing Mine it. Mine was like I'm not going to spit it out at Del Frisco's, but I was like, ugh, I feel sick. And then you ask them to throw it back on. Yeah. And they do for one second. And I feel like it doesn't change anything. Yeah. Whenever I've ever like sent a steak back, which, oh my God, I probably sound like a Karen right now. That I've sounds literally terrible. Done it twice. Yeah. No, I think I've actually yeah. sent it back once. And then it comes back exactly the same. And I'm like, mmm, delicious. It's perfect. Because like, I don't want to be you. difficult. Yeah, I just eat around the outside. But, like, I'm about to start ordering it well done. I think I'm not ordering steaks anymore. <laughs> that was that was it for me. It's so That hard. was the only steak I've ever ordered. And it's the last one. Does anyone agree with that? <laughs> like, I feel, I swear, as time has gone on, like, 10 years ago, if I were to order a steak medium, it'd be perfect. And now medium yeah. is basically rare. I don't Kids I don't these days, you know. I don't know. And I used to order medium rare. God, I would never yeah. now because it's like way now too Now Mandy rare. gets, doesn't she get like well done? I think she I She gets like well, I, well, well, yeah, extra I mean, well. that's what I need She to wants do. no pink. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. But then you don't want it to taste like a hockey puck. So it's yeah. like, what do we do? But I mean, if, if medium is rare, then well done would be medium. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then we have to talk about the brunette. <laughs> I want to give yeah. them the tea. What? Should we give them the real tea of what happened? We're never going to get to the breakup. <laughs> okay, we can tell them quickly. Okay, mm-hmm. Bruins game. Obviously, so fun. There was like maybe 20 of us. Max's friends, family, my friends, whatever. Lucy's roommate, her boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. So we all go. <laughs> Lucy's like, hello, isn't this supposed to be about breakups? But I think there's a lesson to be learned here. Girls, stick up for yourself because who are you texting and smiling over there about? Hmm, the new boy. Uh, shut up. 
I don't know about you guys, but I know I'll be spending a lot of time with my family for the holidays this year. And with that, I hear a lot of stories. New ones, old ones, ones I don't even want to hear. But have you ever wanted to help your loved ones document these timeless stories? StoryWorth makes it fun and easy to create a book of life memories. And here's how. Every week, StoryWorth will email your loved one a single life-related question that you pick from their collection. Like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done? Or what's the farthest you've ever traveled, etc.? All they have to do is reply with a story. Then after a year, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories, memories, and even any photos into a hardcover book, creating a valued keepsake. I just think this is the cutest idea ever. It will be something that you pass down through generations. I honestly can't wait to give it to my kids one day. They'll just be able to learn all about my mom so they can know more about her back in the day. Millions of stories have already been told with StoryWorth because they make the process so simple. Get started with your loved one for the holidays. Before you know it, you'll both be cherishing these timeless stories for generations to come. Like one that will always stick out about my mom is learning that her childhood babysitter actually was who ended up introducing her down the line to a friend who'd end up becoming her husband, aka my dad. So help your family share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash happy hour today and save $10 in your first purchase. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash happy hour to save $10 off your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash happy hour. And now let's get back into the episode. So um, Bruins game. So it was great, lovely, whatever. And all I need to say is, cause I know some of you girls listening to this have experienced this and it's so scary and creepy and I do not understand why men do it. And, oh, see, like I feel conflicted cause it's basically like half of me wants to say, call them out. And then the other half of me wants to say like, just like run away. Cause like you don't want to feel like unsafe, but mm-hmm. long story short, we're like, taking pictures i feel like this is such a thing i don't know if you guys there relate was, to like, this a, a lot of us though it's not like there was so many of us like eight, so i felt like safe in this situation yeah. to like say Rather something than if there was like two because i feel scared like if you someone's if you see someone like taking pictures of you or videos of you and you're alone you're kind of you feel like a little vulnerable and like scared yeah. to say something yeah when it's you and me i remember so many times that's happened where you know so, or somebody will try to hop in the picture i feel like okay yes i don't know why i'm so desensitized to that i don't know if you guys like i feel like at sporting events just in public at bars it's just a thing that it's men will try to like jump into pictures with you and they just smile and like put up their thumbs and they're like yay like i want a picture with you and are I'm they just, like, like jokingly okay, like, like photobomb or- yes and i'm just so used to that i'm like whatever so these guys are like doing that and we're taking pictures and we're like hey whatever but there's like, a group of older men and then a guy off to the side is no lie like not even trying to hide it fully like making it known that he's taking pictures of us and videos of us. he's holding his phone up like in front of his mm-hmm. face taking pictures and videos of us and we're all just like okay mm-hmm. like and so taylor <laughs> i'm putting her on blast mm-hmm. taylor's just like but she was very calm she was like hey what are you very doing like why are you taking pictures and videos of us just like what are you doing and so of course he's like a little rattled because i think I honestly think what it is, is men do this as like a power thing. Like they just want to show like, I can take pictures and videos of you and like you can't say anything about it almost yeah. or they want you to not because it makes them feel i don't i think it's bizarre obviously so creepy. i think it should be illegal like yeah. it's so invasive and intrusive and whatever so he's mm-hmm. just like uh I, I don't know what you're talking about like it's just kind of like rattled and she's like okay put your phone away like stop i don't yep. need you to take what pictures of me on your phone what are you going to do with those like enough and so then it kind of <laughs> snowballs from there. this is lucy's in my scorpio rising is that yeah <laughs> these are prickly part of us yeah and then, so it's just, we're kind of all like, okay, we need to just separate ourselves here. Like, this is going astray. This is going awry. Shit's hitting the fan. Like, we yes. gotta go. Like, we're missing the game at this point. Let's go. And then there's, like, an older woman with them. And I think it's, mm-hmm. she's the only woman. There's probably, like, ten older guys. And, um... Well, like, probably between, like, 30 and 60. <laughs> That's such a range. I would say well, she was, yeah. like, 50. Well, no, no, I'm saying, like, the group of guys, like, because there were some younger ones. Oh, oh, you're saying all the guys' age. Yeah. yeah. I know the guy taking pictures had to be, like, 60s. Yeah. So we're like, okay. So then this woman starts yelling at Taylor and just starts, like, F-bombing her. Yeah, screaming at her. To, like... And we're like, what? Like, I'm just so shocked in this like, moment. She's I'm like, just confronting Taylor's this guy being very calm, and it's just like, can you please put your phone away and not take photos of me? And then this woman starts yelling at Taylor, and it's like, girly, whose side are you on? Like, can she you be just with the girls? She yelling right here? at her, swearing at her, and she was the only girl I think with the whole group. And like, Taylor she was like is such 40, a sweetie, 50, and like literally had just gotten enough crutches. Beyond like, an adult is basically what I'm saying. Beyond this woman adult. who's yelling, yes. I know. 
and like should be aware to like see what's going on so she starts yelling at taylor and lucy and i are like oh no no and then we start yelling taylor at this woman away, and so we walk up and we're yelling at her like why are you why are you talking to my friend like that i think i was just like you can't speak to her like that she's just sticking up for herself like she deserves an apology whatever so she starts like cursing us out and we're like you know what it's time to go turn around go get back to the but game she's like away. four feet tall and gretchen and i both have our booties on for the game and we're just like standing over we're her like don't speak to us like that don't talk and she's just like on repeat saying f f f like just swearing at yeah, us yelling like, at us ew and it was gross, but whatever. <laughs> There's our confrontation with me. Mm-hmm. Whenever Max knows, I'm. And like, then we got back into the game. He's like, what happened this time? And Max had also was also in a fight like, yeah, he in was. the game. <laughs> so he knew. I told him that after I said, when you had your penalty, we were also fighting. <laughs> yeah, we were all fighting. But see, this is why I love the pod because we can just like be real. But like, I would never, I would never like say that in a vlog. I don't know. I just feel like it would be like misconstrued or like you wouldn't get the whole context of the story because people would be like oh she's like a brat she's a karen she's a biatch like whatever she's but it's just like fighting with strangers <laughs> yeah but no it's like no no no. like our sweet we were defending was, her like, honor literally defending herself and then people are like trying to scream at her and she's just like sweet and being rational and, and we lucy and she I would like, never fight with anyone so it's just funny because like of all people that like of all of our friends that anyone would say like f whatever to it's like wouldn't be her she'd be the last one like i'm honestly shocked that she even but i'm so happy she stuck up for herself because i feel like she's such like a sweet like easygoing girl but i feel like all of us have sort of found our not like confrontational side i don't want to say but we've like found our voice and like sticking up for ourselves, especially when it comes to friends like mm-hmm. i feel like i'll stick up for myself but if someone is like treating my friend bad or like runs yeah. into my friend or knocks them over or elbows them in the head i'm like excuse me like you can apologize like i feel like i just I turn agree. so like angry i think if things happen to me i like rub it like brush it off just like whatever like, move but on. then like if something happens or is said to somebody else like somebody i care about like, i no. like freak out because I'm like, that's not okay. But then, like, you say it to me, I'm like, eh, you're annoying. Yeah, and I'll whatever. Just, like, walk away. I'll be okay. <laughs> but if it's like, I don't know. I know, we're so like that, like defending our friends. So if anyone tries to mess with us, our friends, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> so if you see us fighting with strangers, now you know why. <laughs> okay, are we Scorpio rising? Guys, I yeah, just found out are. our big three. Lucy just taught me. We're Taurus, Moon, Pisces, Sun, obviously, and, and Scorpio rising wait what is rising again how we it's like your ascendant but it's like how you come across to as like kind of and i think your moon is kind of like your feelings like your maybe how you feel inside or i don't know mm-hmm. but i feel like a pisces kind of across the board because i feel kind of crazy but um <laughs> but anyways that, i know we are we so pisces like emotional intensive okay let's move on let's get into it okay something you're happy about this week really quick really off the top of your head i'm happy just to be surrounded by great people Aww. yeah cute like your family I mean for Thanksgiving or I mean like yeah, in Boston but also in Boston like I just feel like everyone that I'm around is like good vibes and it's been making me really happy you really needed that Lou yeah I'm like grateful I feel like it's a good group and it's yeah just nice like all of my friends and like the mutual friends I've met and everything everyone's just really nice great vibes like Literally, like, no good. no red flags, no bad vibes. You have such great. a good group in Boston. Like, every one yeah. of your new friends that I have met, I'm like, they are, like, sweeties. So nice. And have their heads screwed on right. And I feel like you've had a tough go mm. with, obviously, some boyfriends in the past or some friends that just are bad. People in general. And they just, I like, thought, drain like, people you. in general were just, like, mostly a miss. You know, like, hit or miss, but, like, mostly miss. <laughs> like, but I feel like, yeah, this has made me more hopeful i guess about no, it was just people like being good the people you were around like poor lucy's like giving up all hope on friends i'm like no it's just these specific people like i was there like are good i'm open to being surprised but until then i think everyone probably sucks <laughs> so if any of you are listening and have had a really tough go with like friends or boyfriends just know your peak is around the corner and you can't write off friends well altogether. yeah you just have to be like open-minded about like meeting nicer people but i mean obviously mm-hmm. like for good reason you're like more guarded after like having bad experiences with people that you're close to or whatever mm-hmm. so it just takes time and obviously like being surprised by the people being nice or good people so yeah yeah that's fair wait i love that though because you really mm-hmm. do have you're surrounded by really good people now mm-hmm. i agree with that i'm gonna steal that i'm happy mm-hmm. about that too i mm-hmm. feel like i've always had such good friends and obviously mm-hmm. love our family that we're all here with together happy yeah. day after thanksgiving when you guys are listening to this yeah. okay you've been dying to tell us your quote so tell us yes it just um it's just exactly what i was talking about i just reposted it it's from Ep- i don't know how to say his name ever up to um Ep- 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 he's Ep- 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 
up to this. Ah, is that a Greek I, I've name? Heard and we the just name are saying it so, so many wrong. times. Yes. Okay. Well, it's sorry. Like Roman or Greek. Sorry, we butchered. But everyone. basically, I love the Daily Stoic, which is a book that I recommend, and um, it's just one of the philosophers, probably from like ancient Rome or Greece, whatever. But the quote is the key to the key is to keep company with people who uplift you, whose presence calls forward your best self. And I love that. Hmm. I love that too. Because I feel like even though even though you can be like, oh, this person isn't like a bad person to me, or like maybe they're like negative or whatever, but you could, like I don't know, you can like write it off. But I think at the end of the day, like you can recognize how people make you feel, like even if they're not being mean to you or anything, just like how being around them makes you feel like internally. That's so important. Which is like random, but yeah. No, not random. That's so important for friends and romantic relationships, yeah. especially in regards to But I mean, to sometimes it's hard to tell, but then I feel like maybe when you reflect or like, I don't know, because obviously you're busy and like seeing people a lot and you can't really tell like, oh, why am I feeling this way? But mm-hmm. I feel like if you kind of try to tune in while you're around people, you can kind of see how their like energy or vibes or whatever affect you. Affect you. So yeah. you like, yeah, I don't know. Just paying attention to that. I think is really important. That's so true. Like if you write after you're with someone, I think that's the best time to do it. Like mm-hmm. the second your friend leaves your apartment, how do you feel? Or the second mm-hmm. your boyfriend leaves your apartment, or this guy you're talking to leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Like the second you are apart from them, reflect, how did I feel when I'm with them? How do I feel right now? Do I feel drained? Do I feel exhausted because I had a really fun time with my friends and I'm tired and I want to like recharge because I feel like that's different mm-hmm. than like, ooh, like I really like, don't feel good. I feel heavy. Like I feel bad. Like mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah, that's so important. Yeah. So I think that's that's a big one. I, I feel like, like I've been focusing on that over the last All your friends are like uplifting right two. now to you. Yeah. And bring out your best self. Like how do you feel when mm-hmm. you're around them? Mm-hmm. That's so good to look at. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe like even if people don't realize subconsciously that's a big reason why people go through breakups is because they start to realize, ooh, I don't feel good when I'm around them. Mm-hmm. Or they make me feel bad or they put me yeah. down. Or things like can obviously things change, like relationships evolve. But like just seeing how you feel over time like obviously yeah i know for me i started to feel like i couldn't be myself anymore which was why mm. i had to end my previous relationship six mm. years ago yeah. i can't believe that was the only time like i've only had one other boyfriend but that's exactly what i was like Ooh, i'm starting to feel like not my genuine most authentic self because mm-hmm. i feel like i can't be myself with this person because i feel like they can't accept me for who i am aka they can't love me mm. for me so this is a no this is like yeah. not happening anymore Mm. so yeah that's really good you just have to be you have to check in with yourself okay we did the catch up on your life Mm -hmm. here we go if you could put into words just umbrella overall Mm -hmm. the best advice you have for someone going through a breakup Mm -hmm. what would that be well going through or like or maybe if you if if someone is contemplating like oh i feel like we need to break up right now or someone like they have just broken up and they're going through a really hard time i guess like if you've just broken up i would say just try to like try to reframe things and like how you're thinking about them and like your life overall because i feel like in relationships you tend to like well not everyone but like you can like revolve kind of around your partner so i feel like just kind of reframing it as like that was a chapter of my life I've learned a lot I've grown a lot like reframing it as something positive like no matter how it ended up just so that you can kind of move forward on like a good note for yourself not even like they could have been the worst cheated on you whatever just like like be grateful for the lessons you learned and grateful at the timing with which you learned them and that you're not going to be stuck with them forever (laughs) and just move on and like obviously it's easier said than done but I think just like keeping yourself distracted even like in the short term with like your own hobbies and your own goals and like your friends and just your family and just kind of keeping yourself going like seeing that you alone have a lot going on Mm -hmm. um and that like you without your partner doesn't make you like you're not like like lonely and half of a whole like you can like be your own self and like live your own life and do your own things Um, But I think, like, if you're thinking about going through a breakup or if you're contemplating if your relationship's right for you, I feel like it's hard because, obviously, everyone always says, like, relationships take work and there's a lot of ups and downs. So it's hard to know, like, is this just ups and downs or or is it, like, more negative than positive? And, like, have I tried my best? Like, maybe it'll be different this than or the... And, I mean, it's... 
obviously you only know like you can't like say like oh the second you're thinking anything negative break up with them it's not worth your time Mm -hmm. because then maybe you'll regret like oh if only I waited until this or maybe they're having a stressful period right now and maybe when that's over like it's easier to make excuses but also like you don't want to feel like you regret calling it quits too early or something Mm -hmm. so I feel like you really like can't listen to anyone else like you'll just really know when it's time and then if you're like me and you knew when it was time for a long time (laughs) then it'll turn you like literally sick like you'll just be so anxious and sick like I, I remember I like couldn't eat like I just like was so stressed all the time and then like it's just to the point where like you're bringing like we're both bringing out the worst in each other like mm-hmm. it's just like nothing is good and I'm physically sick like I'm physically not doing well mentally like not doing well like it's just everything's like at a breaking point you're like yeah I saw this coming but like hoped we could work through it but like now it's like unavoidable you know um where like it's just like the universe is like you've got to (laughs) go like this is time we must go into the new chapter. You, I feel like that's a common thing that people feel physically sick if they're going through a breakup or yeah. feel like they have to. It's almost like your body is telling you this isn't right. Like yeah. something is very like wrong in your life and you need to make a change. It's not right. Like I feel like if you wait too long, <laughs> perhaps like it just is like so apparent that like everything is wrong. <laughs> like you have to make a change. And I feel like it was very apparent to you because you felt yeah. it so much deep down and I like felt for like a long everyone around you, and like I would all talk. your friends and family were like, it's time. Yeah. I would talk to him about it. I would talk about it, but I mean, like, I don't know what I was hoping to get from it. Like I was hoping there would be some changes or hoping whatever, but yeah, obviously but people don't change. Well, they can, <laughs> you can't say they don't but I mean it's like am I expecting a whole new person what like like and and yeah I guess it's the give and take since this episode is going up the day after Thanksgiving you know what I'm thankful for this year G-Shock watches okay specifically the new women's GMAS 2100 SK series they're cute while being durable and extremely high quality they're the transparent looking ones if you guys know and they come in four colors guys may already know the clear one is my favorite since it goes with everything they come in clear black blue and pink and are great for everyday wear and the gmas 2100 sk series timepieces retail at just 120 dollars each so you can shop g-shock timepieces at gshock.com again you can shop g-shock timepieces at gshock.com and now let's get back into the episode i feel like you're so right like where do you think the line is of okay, we're going just through, like, a rough patch. I think this is still, like, mendable. I want to work on this. Like, we made a commitment to each other. We need to at least try. And, like, where does that turn into, okay, like, we can't turn back. Like, we need to move forward and break up. I think where it gets hard is, well, obviously with distance, you can be like, oh, it's because I haven't seen them in a while and things are just difficult. Or I've only been going to, like, their environment. Maybe they're just stuck and feeling stagnant and, like, miserable there. Like, maybe if they were here, it'd be different. Or, like it's like easy to make excuses and then also I feel like you can tell when it's time when you recognize that you're lying to yourself being like oh it's just a tough period like Mm. when you know deep down that like it's been a tough period and like that it's net negative rather than net positive like overall the experiences and like what you're bringing out of each other and I feel like just yeah just seeing like exactly that like bringing like I, I know that I was I was feeling like he wasn't being his best self but I mean also I probably wasn't being my best self towards him so it's just like a cycle where we're bringing out the worst in each other Mm -hmm. and that's like the worst feeling that's such an icky feeling so it seems like it's time to call it quits if you bring out the worst in each other if you're lying to yourself about how you feel you're probably like oh this doesn't feel right yeah and I feel like if you feel like you have to lie about your relationship and things to your friends and family well definitely that that's really bad too but I think it's hard with the ups and downs Because you can be like, oh, we're going through rough patches. But I think just obviously as people, we get so used to like habits and get so comfortable. And like whoever your partner is, is also your best friend. So it's just like that attachment, which I've realized I get really attached. I mean, everyone does. But Mm -hmm. I think that's not really healthy either because you just need to like appreciate people and like a connection. But without being like clinging on to it like a lifeline, you know? Like, let it ebb and flow. Yeah. Like, let it come and go. Like, I feel like the second you're, like, clinging on is, like, that's not, like, I don't know. It's not meshing well. It's not, like, you attracting good energy. It's, like, you're, like, clinging on for dear life because you're, like, 
attached and you don't you're whatever you don't want to be alone or whatever it is Mm -hmm. so I feel like just I don't know like reframing how you think about relationships or in general like friendships as well and I love that you look at it that way of like how can I see this as a positive because that's so me being Mm -hmm. like so optimistic and I feel like a lot of people Mm -hmm. going through breakups can just think of like they look back at the photos and the good times and they're so sad and they'll never find someone like this ever again like yeah like you need to be honest with yourself (laughs) even with with friendships it's like yeah there were great times and obviously that's that's why we were there like why else would I have been in that friendship or that relationship you know like Mm -hmm. but I like it just because things were good once or like here and there or how for however long doesn't mean that like I don't know that you need to go through hell and back with this person if like if it's not working like because then you're just dragging each other down bringing out the worst in each other like not letting each other grow really yeah and I feel like people change obviously as they Mm -hmm. grow everyone changes their relationship changes you grow but I also think there's some there's a point in a relationship where it's like there's a point of no return. Like you will not go back to a healthy, happy dynamic because Mm -hmm. of some things that happen or things that can be said. Like you, you will never go back to how you were and you're, you're not able to like continue a healthy, happy relationship with them. And you need to recognize in that moment, like Mm -hmm. we have to move our separate ways because this isn't going to work anymore. Yeah. And people try to make it work. Yeah. So hard happens like probably like in, minor ways throughout relationships but then I feel like yeah by the time it's like a breaking point and everything else is kind of not doing well it's like all yeah it's all time to go but um let's see I Uh, love that I asked you one question we just talked for so long but it seems like because I also wrote your overall mindset around it but I love mm -hmm. that that's your mindset of like this person was here to teach me whatever x y and z a lesson and yeah, I have to move and honestly, nothing's permanent in life, which is like very sad, and it makes you like cling on even more. Perhaps like I feel like obviously we lost our father, so like I don't know, just like having people close to us, like it's hard to like like break those bonds or like lose people generally mm-hmm. speaking. So, but I also think it's like so necessary for growth. Yeah, and like new new relationships, new phases, new chapters, all of that, because you learn more about yourself and. And, like, they'll learn more about themselves, too. Like, whoever your partner is, like, I think. And also when it gets to that point where you're, it's not, like, healthy for either of you or things aren't going well, you're not bringing out the best in each other. It's, like, they, like, although, like, you might feel animosity or it might be, like, hostile. Like, they also deserve to be feeling their best. Like, it's, like, for, like, it's mutually better for both of you, even though it's, like, sad. Even though it'll be, like, a transition and adjustment. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, and then I think you just, like, learn a lot moving forward about, like, what you will and won't put up with and what are red flags to you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, respect if you're, like, being supported and the ways you want to be supported, like, how they treat you and other people and people that you care about. Like, kind of just, like, overall, I don't know, it teaches you a lot about what you want in a partner and mm-hmm. and somebody, yeah, somebody that's going to be by your side, I guess. Mm-hmm. And not, like, your next, the next person you talk to has to be your like husband I mean like live your life but I just think I think those experiences like teach you like more of what you need in a partner and somebody to like to be a good match for you I guess and obviously it's different for everyone but I feel like the big difference I feel like for me I was realizing for a long time which is like why I felt like stressed for a long time and then eventually I was like so anxious which I never have like I've been anxious before but it was like to the point where I couldn't eat it just felt like my throat was closed all the time mm-hmm. and I like lost weight and whatever and I felt like the only thing that made me not anxious was like working out and I thought it would give me my appetite but that kind of made me in like a scary cycle that reminded me of rowing because yeah. I was like eh, bad vibes like everything was just bad but I feel like just I was recognizing that I felt like very stuck and like we weren't growing together Mm-mm. and not like you always have to be growing or like moving on but I mean like evolving but at the least bring out the best in each other yeah but it yeah. felt like stagnant not bring out the best in each other and then also I felt like like you were saying earlier how how you couldn't be your true self it's like sometimes I feel like they'll almost paint you into a box where you're like that's not even me though yeah like you've known me for we've been dating for four years and you're saying that's who I am like that's not who I am but then mm-hmm. you're kind of like 
stuck being like, oh, well, I guess if I'm just miserable all the time, like, that's who I am. Like, I'm just depressed or like, I'm just, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, that's not a good way to see yourself either. Like, Mm -hmm. and the, I don't know, not saying that's for everyone, but I don't know. That's something I remember. And that was bad for me because I'm like, oh, I thought I was doing better, but apparently I'm just always going to be going through it, you know? And it's like, no. Yeah, so that's bad vibes. And then that also holds you back from, like, growth, especially when you feel like you're growing. And, I mean, obviously with long-distance relationships, it's more difficult, like, to see changes in each other, but also to, like, see how you're feeling and how things are overall within the the relationship, Um, just with the physical distance. But I can't believe that you... Easy to make excuses for each other. through this in January. Like, I feel like you've grown so much... From January to now. Yeah. And it's only been 11 months? Not even a year. Yeah, like 10 months. Yeah. Yeah, 10 months, I guess. Like a, like a couple days ago. Now that so I think about it. So much has changed. But yeah, so much has changed. But I feel like... I feel like I you told me this. That like for... Like when... In breakups, like... I mean, if the girl's breaking up with a guy, usually it's like they know for a while. And they're like trying like to make it work true? for a while. Yeah, I knew for a long time, but... And I mean, I had voiced it, like, not like the, like when I initially was thinking it wasn't going well, but like months and months before. It's like you told him, it's not like you were like Like I was trying to work on it and Mm -hmm. like trying to, and so it's not like it came out of nowhere, but So that probably helped you handle it so well. I was going to say, I saw that TikTok, you guys, and it was a guy being like, hey boys, like this is for the boys. Mm -hmm. Um, If your girlfriend breaks up with you and they're thriving right after, it's because they mentally break up with you months before they do. Yeah, like I was so sad all the time. Like I was just like, but I mean, it wasn't, yeah, it just wasn't good. I guess just reframing things helps in the aftermath. (laughs) And like as you're like looking to move forward, I guess. But I mean, definitely... It's definitely probably like earlier the better like if you know you know but I mean sometimes it takes a lot sometimes it takes you being like physically and mentally kind of sick yeah. for you to be like okay everything is wrong and it's literally making me sick like I can't do this anymore like don't waste your time in a relationship that you know isn't going mm-hmm. anywhere but at the same time I feel like something Lucy would say and I know is so common and people you feel this sense of oh but I've already been with them three years, four years, five years, however many years. And you feel like, I don't want that time to be for nothing. I don't want this effort to be for nothing. Like, I don't want to just start from a square one after this, start from scratch, but you're not because it's like, you've learned so much more about yourself. And again, Mm -hmm. what you're looking for in a relationship with, what you will put up with. I just feel like you're that much more equipped going forward. Like you're going to meet someone new and you're immediately going to notice how they treat their family, how they treat your family, how they act in certain situations, how they react. Like you, they're like outlook and how they, yeah. Yeah. Like that'll be, you'll just value that so much more because you'll recognize the differences from your relationships in the past like it teaches mm-hmm. you what you deserve mm-hmm. yeah and I think also in the aftermath mm, like if you're still in contact and some Don't. somewhat at all I know which you probably shouldn't be but I mean you I you can also just see how I don't know how guys are immature or like can be you know and like I don't know, it, you throwing look, shade. No, but you just like learn a lot as well in the aftermath, where you're like, okay, yeah, you have a lot to work on as well. So like, I hope my opinion. I wish the, for the best for you, but I mean, obviously, it's different with like extreme long distance. It's not like I'll ever see this person again. But like, mm-hmm. like obviously, if you're from the same town, we'll run into each other, mutual friends, like all of that is different. Not saying like there's a right or a wrong answer. And I mean, probably the right answer is being the least contact possible That's because you need on a, it. You need to like make room for new people in your life and all of that. But I just think there's nothing really good that can come from talking to an ex, and it's better to just block think, if you have to. Literally, do yeah. not speak to them because then, especially in the close aftermath after a breakup, you're mm-hmm. gonna miss them. You're gonna think about them. So it's like you're yeah. continuing to think about them by talking to yeah. them. Yeah, and like when this connection is still like you're not. still can like pretend like things are fine, especially with long distance because it's like oh well, I would only text them anyways. Yeah, no. But, yeah, strange. I think it's better. I know some girls will be like, oh, we'll be friends or whatever. And they're mm-hmm. like, nice. But I think cold turkey is the way to do yeah. it. So you can just move on. Yeah. 
and I think but it's also, I think it helps you move on quicker. Like time heals everything. I believe I that's agree. so true. But I think like ending it like the day you're like, okay, we're done, and literally not speaking to them. I know it's gonna feel weird and hard and whatever. I feel like it's gonna help you quicker in the long run than if you kind of texted here and there for like a year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, I think yeah, I think it's I I do agree because whoever's still holding, I feel like usually in the relationship, unless no, I feel like it's one person is holding on more than the other. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you're still in in contact then that's kind of like dragging that out almost yeah okay so to conclude i feel like you're so good with keeping your independence in a relationship and like post relationship do you have advice on that because well i guess you were just a very independent person by nature and i think with the long distance it made it different but i think it definitely made me very attached to like my phone and i felt like i always had to be like like in contact with somebody so it almost made me feel like um not independent yeah less independent or like but almost like my phone was like a lifeline or something like I would have to be like like talking to yeah and I don't like that still and I feel like that took a while for me to be like okay put down the phone like it's okay if I'm not like always communicating with someone doesn't mean like people don't care about me like Mm -hmm. um but I think yeah, I guess just like thinking about it differently. And I think also just with long distance, obviously, obviously it's easier to like focus on yourself and be more independent. But I think the big aspect is like the phone thing, like just like kind of you're kind of in constant communication or you like you feel like you should be like, oh, what are they doing? Like, this is what I'm doing. Like, it's almost like like going Instagram live your whole life or something like it's like just the, these are my updates. Like, so it just feels like very like almost codependent just with that sense like on your phone as well so I feel like the phone thing was like also another reason why I'm like I just hate being on my phone all the time like I hate it I hate having to long distance is not for me and I think long distance is obviously necessary sometimes but I think honestly like unless you're gonna marry the person I don't think it's worth it because like you just should live your life in the present like where you are so I feel like just always I don't know, just always worrying about that or trying to be somewhere else. It kind of like, it takes away from the moment and like, kind of like, yeah, just takes away from your experiences and like the people that you're with. Cause you're like on your phone, like, oh, what are they doing? Oh, I'm going to go pop out and FaceTime this person for like an hour. It's like, you're like halfway there. Yeah, exactly. Mm, I know. I feel like that's hard with long distance. I think the difference could be, even if you're like, we have to be long distance for three years, four years, five years. Okay. Like that's going to be really challenging. But if you have an end goal in sight, if you're like, okay, yes, we're getting married, we're and finally done no with school, when we're I'm, yeah. both gonna move here at this point, and we're gonna yeah. live together, we're getting, like, like, okay, we're then it can long be long term. It. We're gonna be together, and there's no reason why we would. But like in like, your last relationship, and I'm sure a lot of people that have like the really long distance, if you meet them abroad, like you did, mm-hmm. it's like, what are we doing? What's the game plan? Am I ever gonna move mm-hmm. here? Are you ever gonna move here? Like this is never yeah, even gonna I mean, work we anyway. T- we talked about all that stuff, but and I mean, we had like tentative, like, oh, we could do this, that, like options, but. I think also, like, at the end of the day, you're so young and you grow so much from, like, age 19 to 24 or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, I'm a completely different person than I was at 19, at 20, at 21, at 22, at 20. Like, you know, every mm-hmm. year you just grow so much, I guess, especially in your 20s. Um, but, yeah, so I think it's just also kind of unrealistic to expect that you'd be with the same person the whole time. I mean, obviously the hope is you'd grow together and, like, if you're a good match, it'll work out. But, like... Mm-hmm. Especially with the long distance, it's not like you're there all the time to, I don't know, to see each other grow or to grow together or to whatever. Yeah. You can grow in different ways. I feel like in your 20s, you really find out who you are and mm-hmm. what you value and that yeah. can change partner to partner in the relationships. And then it's like, mm-hmm. are we even, like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Do we even agree anymore? And I think generally speaking, it just feels like, well, I know I've not like I'm so cultured and have so many experiences. I just feel like I've had... I've lived a billion lifetimes is how I feel at age 25. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like I've had so many experiences that I feel like even though I might seem like uh, like immature or like kind of like childish to some people because I feel like I still like doing like goofy things or safe goofy things like I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, I still feel like internally very mature. I feel like a thousand years old. So I feel like that compared to like, I mean, guys just mature slower and I don't know. So I feel like that's also hard and I guess you will see that through your relationships as well Mm -hmm. um over time I guess 
just like the growth internally as well but yeah okay how so really to conclude last thing Mm -hmm. is i want to hear your opinion on because i used to be so gung-ho on this and now i'm like okay 21 year old me needed to like grow up a little more or just sort of be like have some perspective and like look at it in a different way because I feel like I used to preach like you need to love yourself before you can love someone else you need Mm -hmm. to be 100% full on your own and now I'm like okay I don't know if I fully agree with that but I think I think now I see it as like a compromise not a compromise of like a a little less where it's like you I would like you to be working on being whole on your own and Mm -hmm. being all set on your own but because I hear people say that's BS because it's saying like if you're not fully confident and fully good on your own and fully love yourself then you're not like deserving of love which I don't think is true so what is your idea on that I agree I think um I think obviously you can tell when you're not doing great mentally or whatever like you're not loving yourself you're not able to like see yourself in that light where you're you're kind of just like shocked that anyone is giving you attention and maybe that's Mm -hmm. why you're like getting in a relationship you're like oh my god someone thinks I'm great like I think I'm piece of crap so like this is amazing like you try to see themselves through their eyes so I think that's obviously a red flag like you need to work on yourself first but I think Mm -hmm. I think loving yourself is always like gonna be part of the journey of life like I don't think it's ever like and I love myself check like now I can move on to the bigger fish to fry or whatever (laughs) like you always got to work on it. yeah I think it's always like it's like healing like healing is not linear like everything takes work and is like nothing's ever like completely done like the work is never going to be done Mm -hmm. so I feel like you can tell where you are on your journey and like if you're ready and you can tell if you're like like kind of like clinging on to something because you don't feel worthy of or whatever you know like I feel Mm -hmm. like you can tell so I feel like just you doing the work and recognizing like what you need to work on and maybe I don't know just like yeah meeting somebody who will continue to support you while you do that like I feel like it's not like they're taking it oh like I only love myself halfway but he loves me enough for both of us so like perfect it adds up it's like no they can support you and like but I think just yeah keeping that kind of separate like I don't know I think it's it's like more of an independent thing like you have to work on yourself as an individual because I think if you're counting on somebody else for that then when they're not showing up and giving you all the love, then you, then it's you're like, you're not gonna feel okay. Yeah, you're, you don't feel okay and you're angry. You're like, why am I mad at them? It's like, oh, because they're not like, they're not telling filling me the my, sun. Up my cup, but I yeah. need to be filling my cup in my yeah, own. Yeah, the sun doesn't like rise and set on me anymore. You're like, what's wrong? But so I feel like there's like a balance of that because obviously you deserve to be treated like amazingly, but also you need to like love Treat yourself. Treat yourself amazingly. Yeah. Yeah. I know I think a big part of it too, like little things you could focus on in a relationship and especially coming out of a relationship mm-hmm. is remembering like your interests and your hobbies and yeah. your goals and continuing to work towards that because mm-hmm. being in a relationship with a partner can make you like a little comfy and cozy and complacent and like, oh, maybe I don't mm-hmm. need to work this hard on this or I'll skip the gym to watch a movie with you or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like if you can continue to prioritize what you value and in your interests like almost ahead of your relationship I feel like Mm -hmm. you're golden and you're in a good spot and then you'll feel good coming out of relationship like I'm still me and I still know me and yeah I still do what I do I didn't lose like my hobbies and my interests yeah I think that's where it's hard in relationships too because I think you try to like be interested in what they're interested like learn about what they like like get interested in that like watch the same things do the same thing like not all, all the time but like I don't know you kind of morph into having the same interests so then afterwards it's like well it only makes sense that we like would still be friends or whatever but just because you feel like you have so many of the same interests but it's like but well you don't need to be also, tied to them just, anymore yeah and you're just like trying to spend time with them so you're learning more about whatever they want to do but like yeah. you can also just be interested in your original interests and yeah. like your hobbies like and don't like, but also like the basic things like self-care and like things like that I feel like just like important like prioritizing like your routines and little like habits I feel like are really helpful in the aftermath mm-hmm. and just like trying to like find your own footing again mm-hmm. I think that's really helpful your morning skincare and your walk and yeah your, like all those things are and so your bath important. and your tea and like just whatever it is yoga to take like, care of yourself feel like yeah. the best version of you but I don't mm-hmm. I think don't fret if you are coming out of a relationship and you're like literally who am I like I don't mm-hmm. know who I am as a person and what I value and what I like because yeah. I feel like that was me after my first relationship I'm yes. like who is Gretchen anymore? Like, I yeah. literally don't know. Like, what do I enjoy doing? Yeah. And I had to just slowly figure it out. And 
that's where I focus feel on like it. it's that's where I feel like I'm almost like childish because like you revert back to like things like okay what did I used to like to do like I'll go paint some watercolors like I'm gonna pick up my violin like I'm gonna go like draw chalk on the sidewalk like whatever or it's like what is she doing but it's like I'm gonna go teach myself how to skateboard or like you know I'm gonna start gardening like you just have to like keep finding interest and like try to I don't know find things that make you excited yeah yeah I think that's Hmm. important yeah like little dates with yourself I like that I know the dating yourself is so good if you have Mm. the the confidence to go sit at a restaurant by yourself or for me like I don't know if I could ever really like I'm just such an extroverted person. Like a nice person. restaurant, I'd be like, like alone. I'm embarrassed. But like Tate, like cafes, I'll always do like a coffee shop. I'll always sit by yeah, myself with a book or my laptop. And yeah. I feel very connected with myself. Like I mm-hmm. always feel better after spending time with myself. Mm-hmm. So if you're going through a breakup, recognize like, it's the perfect time to get yeah. to know yourself more. I did take myself to a ramen love. restaurant a lot. There you go. But I feel like I would always be like, okay, but what am I supposed to do with myself when I'm here? Am I going to stay here silently? Like, that's weird. So I'd like bring a podcast, like listen to a podcast. Or I was listening to the Harry Potter audiobooks actually at the time. (laughs) So I was listening to that or like read. Yeah. But I feel like also I'm like, should I just be spending time with myself? Like I'm like having... Can I ever turn off the noise? I'm having conversations with myself in my head at dinner. I honestly feel like I love spending time with myself, like doing nothing, like just thinking in my head. Like I'll drive for 30 minutes and be like, I'm a psychopath. Like I never turn on music. I'm just Mm -hmm. thinking. I'm just driving in the silence. I do that sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's good though. So... There you have it, folks. The best breakup advice ever from the champ herself. I think that was good advice. It really is good advice. Lucy's so good at handling this. Maybe a part of it was like she mentally broke up with her boyfriend a year before she did. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But she was prepared. But like, like, for example, I I wanted to say this earlier. So then you just knew, I feel like you knew it was right. And like the world was giving you signs right after things started improving. Literally, she got a job offer like a week after she broke up with him. So we're like, see when you think like oh this person's holding me back like okay then that's like proven and apparent but like we went on like not even like like he's not physically holding me back it's just like the situation and then like also also mentally draining you and taking your time and myself back through the relationship like yeah yeah and we went on vacation after this is i wanted to say this earlier you guys because most people after having a four-year relationship and a breakup if they're with their friends and on vacation they'd be a little sad or like cry or think about them lucy was literally thriving (laughs) in hawaii i'm like girl i give you so much props like if any of us just broke up with our boyfriend we'd be like sobbing this whole trip and she was literally like on cloud nine and i'm like see this is just i was doing well except for the like if you guys know Gretchen, Hannah, and Taylor, they're all like have been dating their boyfriends forever, and they're all talking about who's getting engaged first. Oh, I want my wedding to be here. I want my wedding to be there. Like bachelorette party. I'm like, okay, ladies. Like Zip I it. didn't say it, but I'm like, I just broke up with my boyfriend like a couple weeks ago. We dated for four years, so I'm like, can you stop? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that's kind of not it right now, but whatever. Sorry. I know that's hard when you. That's literally all the conversations were around that. I'm and sure I was just everyone like, can oh, relate, okay. especially if you're in your 20s and you're single and all your friends are like either getting engaged or in a long relationship. You're like sick. Yeah. I was like, but I don't care. Like I will be happy. I am happy for you guys, but I think right that, like right after I was like, yeah, can we um, not right now? <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry about that. But I will yeah. say from my perspective, you are doing so well. And so I just feel like, yeah. I feel like for you, especially in life, if because you were such an indecisive person about like decisions, I feel like the world will like prove yeah. you after that you were right. Like moving somewhere, it'll push to Boston, me so good. It'll push me breaking with a boyfriend, a so good. Where like I have like no choice but to but to end make the it. choice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it'll. But like, then I feel like there are signs after. that like yeah. that was the right choice. Yeah. So. I agree. And I also say, bottom line, you guys, is if you think, like, I remember being like, oh, what if I regret this, whatever, and my dad gave me the best advice saying, like, afterwards, if you're like, oh, did I make the most horrible decision, whatever, he's like, no, you need to trust yourself, yeah. because you, Gretchen, Lucy, in that moment, made the best decisions they could for themselves, so yes. afterwards, you can't go back and question that, because I that was your brain, that. like, thinking in your best interest, so I love that advice that he gave me, and also, if you think about it, if you're like, what if this is my soulmate, if we're meant to be, guess what, if you're really meant to be, you will find each other again in life, yeah. if it's two years later, five years later, ten years later down the line, whatever it is, like, you just have to have faith that you will find each other again, and maybe you both did a lot of work on your own, and did a lot of growth, mm-hmm. and you can, like, find that healthy relationship again, so I just always am, like, 
I just have to do me. Yeah. Like, attract what I will into my life. Let things ebb and flow. And if we're both mm-hmm. single down the line, find each other again one day, cool. If yeah. not, cool. Like, it is what it is. And, mm-hmm. yeah. That's the best break of advice you'll ever get. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Don't get hung up on everyone else's timelines, like, after. Like, I was saying, like, everyone seems like they're about to get engaged or married or have children and whatever settle down Mm -hmm. so you don't need to be that's just from my perspective in my position right now it feels like all my friends are like in long-term relationships but um yeah I guess don't get stuck on anyone else's timeline like just enjoy the ride Mm -hmm. and try to have experiences like I don't know and I feel like everyone just has their own timeline and things happen when they're meant to happen and you'll see why down the line like if you get married Mm -hmm. later in life than your friends you'll be like oh this is why because I was able to like travel a bunch before Mm -hmm. but like I just feel like there's reasons Mm -hmm. for that and yeah yeah I think everything is going to be okay you are right where you're meant to be right now and you're doing great and it's all going to be okay I Mm -hmm. truly believe that I agree. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on, Lucy. Thanks for having me. I hope I helped somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely did. You're probably like, this is probably be like the 10th episode with you. I should mm-hmm. go back and count. Yeah. We love having Lucy on the pod. It's been fun. I apologize if I talked over you. I already know. Whenever you're in a YouTube mm-hmm. video or podcast, people are like, you talk over her. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't mean to. I just get so excited and have stuff to say. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're better at not talking over me, but I wish they could see in real life. We're like, bouncing off each other. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I think, yeah, I think also I'm just used to it. Like when you film and stuff, I'm like, well, they're here for her. So I'm just like, I'll let you take it. Oh, no. And I think uh, since we've had like so many similar experiences growing up in our childhood, like if any, if anyone says something, we think the same thing. So then Mm -hmm. I have to be like, wait, Lucy, Lucy, remember like this one time, whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, apologies if I do, because I know what I do. And I always try to work out it. I try to not, but Thank you for coming on. That was lovely. Yeah, that was fun. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks and for And I'll catch you in my next one. Bye. Bye.